Amen. So 2019, I want to share a, 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 a couple of things this morning, which is going to launch off into next week, which is going to launch off into the vision. But I want you to just uh, look at your, your neighbor and just uh, tell him this, say, we need to concentrate now. Because what I'm about to share is going to need a little bit of brain work. We're going to have to be focusing. And I know it's early in the year, so tell your body and your brain. I know you're still on holiday, but just for this brief moment, let's indulge Grant and let's just really concentrate on what he's about to say. Amen. So I said to you, one of the things that I, I, I love everything about Christmas, I love everything about the birth of Jesus Christ. One of the things I don't like um, it's the only thing I don't like about uh, Christmas is that it's the only time we actually concentrate on the birth of Jesus Christ. I wish we concentrated on the birth of Jesus Christ all year round because it is the most amazing, phenomenal event, second only to the cross in Calvary, uh, is the birth of Jesus Christ. And, and so I'm going to read a little bit about the birth of Jesus Christ and then launch into something. And um, so you can forgive me for that. And then I wanna share something that you might have heard, or maybe uh, reinforcing something. So something... Uh, might kind of just be there, but please don't let it just run away. Concentrate, let it root, take root. I'm gonna give you something new, something borrowed. <laughs> something blue, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna give you some good, good stuff this morning. Just pray that you would um, grab hold of it and, uh, and hear what I believe the Lord is, is saying. So if you can turn with me to Luke chapter one. I just want to read this quick story of the birth of Jesus Christ, Luke chapter 1. Healed in Jesus' name. Okay. <laughs> That's a miracle that's going to happen in 2019. Patty, you mustn't laugh. You must believe with me. Okay, <laughs> okay and verse, uh, Patty, what verse is it? Verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and he said, greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled in the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and you'll bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called holy, the son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. This is a sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Just underline that, Luke chapter one, verse 37, for nothing will be impossible with God. I believe that is the word for 2019. Nothing will be impossible for God. And Mary said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Amen. Lord, I pray the blessing over your word this morning. I thank you for your word. I wanna call the title of the message, Luki. If 
you got your pen and you're ready, eternity defines every situation we face. Eternity defines every situation we face. Picture this quickly, we're just gonna go, we're gonna rush back into the beginning, uh, into Genesis, we're in the garden. God has created Adam and Eve. They're in union, they are one, they are working together and everything is flowing beautifully. They are declaring, they are working together, they are naming the animals, they are, they are, they are everything is flowing in union and flowing beautiful. It's, everything is just working and happening. Everything is eternal. They're in union with eternity. Eternity is in union with them. And they are walking and they are moving in the realms of God. And as they're walking and moving in the realms of God, everything is just moving and flowing in unison as one. And everything is beautiful. Then Adam and Eve choose to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Again, making sure everybody who's here understands it wasn't a tree of sin. It was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and God said to them, you can't eat from that. Why can't you eat from that? Because everything is in union with eternity. The minute they ate from that tree, they became independent of eternity. The minute they became independent from eternity, what's the first thing God had to do? He had to stop them from eating from the tree of life. Because if they carried on eating from the tree of life, they would be in an eternal cycle of independence from God. An eternal cycle of sin. An eternal cycle of failure because they have come out of union with eternity. And the minute they sinned and the earth was cursed, time as we know it began. That's why Jesus can say I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end because time as we know it has a beginning and an end. Time is not in God, God is eternal, He is eternity. There is no beginning and end. But Jesus can tell us and be clear that I am the beginning and the end of time. And in this moment of time, friends, while we live in this moment of time, we there is no hope for us unless we get back into union with eternity. When Jesus came and he died for us, what was he really doing? He was restoring back, he was reconciling us back to a relationship with eternity. See, when you're living in union with eternity, everything is flowing, everything is working, everything because eternity, inside of eternity is the power 
for everything to be Told you how to use your, got to concentrate this morning. Isaiah 55, 11. Let's just read that scripture. Maybe you can, you should all know it, but. Isaiah 55, let's just read 11. So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that for which I purpose and shall succeed in the things for which I sent it. There were over 7,700 promises in the Bible. Every single one of those words, every single one of those promises, friends, has the ability and the capability to fulfill that promise. You and I cannot cause the seed to grow. The seed itself causes growth. You and I can pour saying some water, some plant, but it's God who gives the increase, He gives the growth. Friends, your and our lives are simply the surroundings and the environment within which the seed grows. You can be helpful to the seed or you can be unhelpful to the seed, but this power is in the seed. See, the authority and the power is in the word. It won't return void because inside of it, the purpose and the plan for that which it was sent, friends, is inside of it to make it come to pass. It will never not fulfill that which is inside of it. Eternity, friends, will determine every situation you face if you come into reconciliation, if you come into union back with Him. Now that's impossible. So let's go back to the birth of Jesus Christ. Luke chapter one. Are you staying with me? Stay with me, this will bless you. The first thing that the angel Gabriel comes when it comes to Mary, and please, Mary is an amazing woman. And I honestly wanna honor Mary. She's an incredible role model and somebody that you really, I love studying Mary to see that she's an amazing lady. I'm just using what I'm sharing now because if we can get the bigger understanding here than just Mary. The angel comes to Mary and he says, greetings, O favored one. Highly favored. Do not be afraid for you have found favor with God. You have found favor with God because You're going to give birth to a son and his name is going to be called Jesus. And he says, this son is going to be the son of God, but he's also gonna be the son of David. Wouldn't you like to be David? For the rest of eternity to know that Jesus is gonna be called my son. How is this possible? The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And this child will be born. Highly favored one, you highly favored. 
because the Son of God is about to become the Son of Man. And the Holy Spirit is about to come on the natural. And when the Holy Spirit comes on the natural and the Holy Spirit comes onto the natural, then what comes forth is a revelation of Jesus Christ. And when you allow Holy Spirit to come upon the natural and you will reveal Jesus Christ, you will reveal the favor of God. And when you do that, then it says, and behold, for nothing will be impossible with God. Holy Spirit comes upon Mary, Jesus is birthed. Holy Spirit comes on the word of God and Jesus is revealed. Holy Spirit comes on every single believer and Jesus is revealed. When the Holy Spirit comes on every single believer and Jesus is revealed, we come into back into that rightful place of communion with eternity, friends. And when Jesus is released, we release the favor of God. So let's turn to three scriptures this morning and then I'm gonna land. Some people's wheels are spinning already, but that's good. You're going, sure, first Sunday of the year, and I'm like, Ooh. it's all good. It's all good. Let me, let me read you uh, Philippians. Turn in your Bibles to Philippians. Let's just start at Philippians. It's a good book to start. Start at any verse. Just keep reading and at a verse, let's make it verse nine. Uh, chapter two, sorry. Chapter two, it's all good. Chapter two and verse, uh, let's, make, let's start from verse eight. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And being found in human form. Let me say this. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, one God, three persons. If you get that, you're cleverer than me. It's, the intricacy and the wonder of the Bible and of God. But it's God the Father. How many know God the Father is not his name? He is eternity. It's very hard to give him a name. What we try and do is describe who he is. So we say Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Sidkenu. Je We're trying to describe who he is. Right? You understand that? I am. He said, who are you? I am. I am. I am. How do you describe that? Do you know that in every single description for God, he demonstrates it by what he does? So if you want to say God the creator, he breathed, he said, let there be, and then God the creator. But do you know that there's one description that he can't do by himself? It's called God the Father. You can't, you need family. You need sons and daughters so that you can demonstrate that you are a father. Woo. 
God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, right? God the Son. God the Son was always there right from the very beginning. He was the one, when God the Father was the architect, He was the one that was breathing and designing and bringing it to life through the power of Holy Spirit. They were all there, right? How many know they were all God? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, it's all God. How many know because they're all God, they're above everything? How many know that they're in charge, they're supreme? So how many know when he starts to talk about Jesus and he starts to talk about the name above all names, he's meaning something other than oh, being above everything? He was above everything, church. He was there from the beginning. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's trying to tell us something a little different here in his language, in his heart as to why he came. You can see burning rubber going on, okay. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him, therefore, how many know when you see in the Bible, therefore, it's there, for because you have to read before, to see what it's there for, so therefore, so why is, what's it there for? It's there for because and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So when he found himself in human form and he humbled himself and even to the point of death on the cross, therefore God exalted him. I'll pull this all together, but you've gotta be following, right? Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. God has bestowed on him the name that's above every name. He is God the Son. Come on, take your heads. <laughs> He is God the Son. He was above every single person and everyone anyway. But he gave him a name that's now established above every other name. Catch this. Oh, Highly exalted and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. And I love when it says here, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Every single person will bow, friends. Whatever you're facing, whatever situation you're dealing, whatever you're going through, whatever you might be, be tough and you're going, oh, he seems to be uh, just getting, doing whatever he wants to and he's getting blessed and it seems like, yeah, evil just prevailing and nothing's happening, whatever. Every single knee will bow. Bow now, bow later, but you will bow. Right? Bow reconciled to him, bow unreconciled to him, but you will bow. Spend your life in eternity with him, spend your life in eternity in hell, but you will bow. Right? <laughs> Moving on, Colossians chapter one, let me move on there. <laughs> this was such a revelation a few days ago. This, now it's sounding like, okay. Let's keep going. Uh, Colossians chapter one. I know it's still early. Colossians chapter one and verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Right? I'll pull these all together. And let's go quickly to Ephesians chapter one. Just skip back. It's one of my favorites. 
get lost because it's so beautiful. So let's just read from verse maybe 19. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe? What is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe? According to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named. So that not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Okay, so let's try and unpack this very quickly. So Jesus Christ, who was there from the very beginning, friends, is the first and only one who chooses to be born. Right? None of us here chose to be born. Jesus chose to be born. Imagine sitting there and deciding, do you wanna get born? Imagine sitting there in an environment that's perfect, that's wonderful, everything is great, everything is flowing exactly according to plan, according to purpose, except for this idiot little bouncy little ball over here where these idiots decided to be independent. Remember, he lives in eternity, he is eternal. He's living in eternity. Here these idiots have gone into time. When they could be living in eternal, they've gone into time. Where one day he's gonna flick it away, friends, and create a new heaven and a new earth, which is what? Back in the eternal realm. And he decides, friends, and let me just tell you, anything that is created is created by him. He is the creator. Nobody else is the creator. He creates everything. So whatever's going on, whenever you ever look and you go, wow, look at Steve Jobs, look at this one, look at that one, wow, look at Apple, Apple kaput. <laughs> friends, every single thing that's designed came from him. He is the designer. Friends, nothing of Apple is unique. It came from heaven. Everything, friends. And we look in the Bible, friends, and we see Israel going along, friends, and we see that God sends people to rescue Israel. He sends Moses to go rescue Israel, friends. And then when he comes down to save us, he sends no one. He came. Why didn't he just send somebody? Shazam. Aquaman. Why did you just send someone? Because he had to come, friends. Do we get this? He had to come. He sat there from the beginning of time, friends, and he chose to come. In the world that was perfect, everything was flowing, friends, he chose to come into this archaic, primitive world. He's got an Apple iPhone 17 already. Why must he come into an apple 10? Friends, why did he have to come into this primitive world knowing that there's just primitive stuff and all that's going on? He's have to go and he's gonna get born in a manger and just, it's, oh, it's just gonna be messy and it's a cruel world, friends, where everything is flowing nicely, but this is all flowing, it's a mess. He chose to come there, friends, and he chose to be associated with us. He chose to be one of us, he chose to be a family for a reason, friends. 
78 times in the Bible, Jesus is referred to as the son of man. It's the only reference that Jesus refers to of who he is. He calls himself the son of man. Unto us a child is born. He chooses to become one of us. He chooses to be obedient. He takes human form and he chooses to be obedient even to the point of death on a cross, friends. So that he can be exalted back to the place where man is supposed to be in communion and union with eternity. And he's lifted up above every single other name that you can name, friends, in any life to come, friends. Jesus Christ forever now stands in heaven, seated in heaven, whatever his, your theology wants to, if he sits all the time, I don't know, but I know he's seated at the right hand of the Father, but I know sometimes he likes to walk around. Come on, we just gotta get this fluffy garbage out of our heads. He's seated in heavenly places, means an authority and rule and power. He is in charge, friends, but he is now Jesus. There's only one man-made thing in heaven, only one man-made thing, friends. It's the scars in his hands and his feet and in his side. But for the joy set before him, he endured this, friends. What was the joy set before him? I'm coming to it, pulling it all together now, brains focusing, understanding. He became the name above every single other name. He was given the rule. He was given the authority. He was given the power. All authority has now been given to me in heaven and on earth. Because if we go back and we read those scriptures, what does the Bible say? The fullness of the deity was pleased to dwell inside of Christ. And God was pleased to make him head of a body. And the body is called the church. So Christ now becomes the head of the body. What does the head do? Please, you'll know throughout this year, you'll hear, I'm not a huge fan of Google. I think it gives you a lot of Google. <laughs> but the reality is, friends, just go and Google what does the brain do. Your body cannot function without that brain. That's how you breathe, that's how you act, that's how you feel, that's how you operate your brain, the head. The whole body functions because of the head. You can take the head away and you can put it on machines, the body, but it will not function properly or efficiently or how it's supposed to function unless it has the head, right? We need to understand that the head, friends, did all of this for us so that there could be a reconciliation back into eternity, back into union, and then God called him and decided that he would now be the head over this, the body, the head and the body. Keeping you up, Jeffs. The, the, <laughs> the head and the body become one. 
functioning together. Paul, Acts chapter nine, verse one, Paul, he says, get letters, whatever, I'm going to Damascus, I'm gonna kill all these Christians, I'm gonna nail them and what have you. Then he's going along on his donkey and then suddenly a light shines, knocks him off his donkey and then Jesus' voice comes out and says to him, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Jesus, why are you persecuting me? You persecute my body, you persecute me, we won now. We flow together, we won in God. Matthew chapter 25, go and read Matthew chapter 25. Let me even start off by getting all excited here. Matthew 25, where am I? Where's Matthew? Oh. Matthew 25, Matthew 25 is an amazing scripture. I love this, it starts off and it says this. Oh, just read from verse uh, 31. And when the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, when the Son of Man comes in His glory, all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. And when He sits on His glorious throne, He's gonna look out over all the peoples, and what's He gonna do? He's gonna separate the sheep and the goats. And then He's gonna say, Paul, when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink, and when I was naked, you clothed me, and you fed me, and all this stuff. And they're gonna say, when did we do that? When you did it to the least of my brothers or brethren. You did it to me. Oh, that's wonderful. That's good to know. That's good to know that this body is, whatever you do to any single one of us, you're doing unto Jesus because it's one. Now, why is this important? Because in the fullness of Christ was the deity. The fullness of God was inside. Now let's quickly go to Ephesians again and let me just read Ephesians and just help you unpack this. So he says, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand, um, uh, verse 21, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. Can you see what he's doing here? He's established him and raised him above all authority, rule, power, dominion, Jesus. Now Jesus is united to his body and he says, not only in this age, but in the age to come. So he's, he's covered all the bases, right? Um, I'm going quickly because there's so much more in that. But, and he put all things underneath his feet. So now he's put all things underneath his feet and he gave him as head over all things to the church. He gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Friends, who fills all in all? The church. Just skip quickly to uh, Ephesians 3, verse 10. It says, so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. What's he saying? Through the church. Let's just jump to Ephesians chapter four. I'm just giving you scriptures and, just, and you can tie the dots. Amen. How many know Proverbs 25 two? It's the glory of God to conceal the matter. It's the glory of kings to search them out. I'm dropping a whole bunch of absolutely gems here. There's gems lying all over the floor here. There's gold, lots of gold. Go take this and go find and search it out. This truth here will change your life and it will change uh, when I land today. Honestly, if you catch this, it'll change your 2019. Listen to this. Where am I? 
verse 10, Ephesians 4, verse 10. He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. I hope you're catching this. So let's understand this, that Christ, the deity, the fullness of the deity dwells inside of Christ. Then Christ is united with the church. The church is now his body. He's become one with the church. And now he says the church fills all in all. Christ, the one who ascended and descended. The open heaven now, the gates to God, ascending and descending as he's going up and down as the saints, the prayers of the saints as, the, as they go up and down, friends, as he's bringing things down. He, Christ was called to fill all. And now he says the church's responsibility is to fill all. Now nothing will be impossible with God. Because now, friends, with this relationship, heaven, Holy Spirit coming on to the natural to reveal Christ makes me highly favored. The same principle as Mary, exactly the same principle. Holy Spirit ascending and descending. Friends, the disciples, friends, watch Jesus walk on water. The disciples watch him turn, take five loaves and two fishes and feed 5,000 men plus all feed thousands and thousands and thousands of people. They asked one thing, they said, teach us how to pray. Can't you teach us the trick of how to walk on water? Well, how do you take, how do you do that thing? How do you take pick and pay and make it last a month? Teach us how to pray. Because they saw something. They saw Jesus draw aside. They saw him ascend and descend. They saw him go and take and allow the heavenly, allow the spirit, spirit to come down and to come into line. To come onto the natural and reveal Jesus Christ. Woo. Now he's given us all authority and power and now it's the responsibility. Hey friends, it's, it's the manifold wisdom of God for the church. What is the church doing, friends? It's telling the principalities and powers just what Jesus Christ did. It's reinforcing. It's telling them exactly what, who's in authority here, who is the head, not the tail, who is above, not beneath, who his name is above every single other name, friends. It's why it's impossible. There's nothing impossible for God, friends. Once you come into union and communion with God, once you come into line, once Holy Spirit comes onto you, once you're in alignment with Him, friends, then 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 comes into play where it says all the promises of God are yes in Christ. All it's needing is your amen, friends. It needs you to come into line. Nothing is impossible, friends, because Christ restored us back into union and reconciliation, back to eternity. God placed eternity in our hearts. We live from that place of eternity. Now eternity rules in every single situation because I have authority, because inside of me is the power for every single situation for it to come into line with whatever the Word of God says, friends. And if I align with that, it will come into place. It will come into alignment. It will come into the power of God. Because all authority and power has been given to me. It's been given to you. When we align ourselves with eternity.
Jesus Christ had to come to this earth, the Son of Man. He had to represent us. He had to take human form, friends. He had to walk the journey, friends, because he had to be a representation of man. Man had to conquer. Man had to to achieve, get back that place where he was before, friends, but even better now because now we've got Christ in us. But he had to do all of that. He's exalted back to that heavenly place, friends. Not because, yoo-hoo, Jesus is standing up there going, look at me, wow. Friends, he already was. Come on. This is Jesus. He was everything, friends. He is everything, friends. He laid that all down so that he come down so that he can go back and be everything. But everything is what, friends? As the son of man. His name is Jesus. Woo. Friends, he has a name for a purpose. It's the name that's above every single other name. It's the name that establishes your and my authority and power and rule and reign in this earth. Because when I give my life to Jesus, I come into line on his body. I come into line with him. I'm in union with him, friends. Then everything he declares, everything he speaks, friends, shall come to pass. It has the power within it, friends, to make it happen. It's not dependent on me. It's dependent on him because it's inside. The fullness, friends, and my responsibility is to fill all in all, friends. My responsibility is to take that authority wherever I go, wherever I walk, friends, to release the presence, the dominion, the power of God into that situation, breaking every rule of this earth, breaking every sickness, disease, infirmity, friends, everything that would hold man in bondage, I've come to release it, friends. 2019, friends, it ends with nothing is impossible with God. Why can he declare that and why is he saying it in that context? He's saying it because highly favored one. He's saying it today because every single one of you is declaring it over you and saying, highly favored one. Highly favored because right now, because of Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit can come upon you, come upon the natural, come upon the earthly, come upon the weak. Come upon the frail, friends. And when it comes into line with the weak and the frail and it comes to alignment, eternity is released by the presence and power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus is revealed. And when Jesus is revealed, friends, that's just not nice bank accounts. That's the love of God. When that's released, friends, you cannot but be overwhelmed by his goodness and his love. And say, I want this for me too. And he says, welcome into the family. He loves growing family. He loves being family. Way more than he loves to fill bank accounts or give people cars. And do you know that you can grow in that favor? The Bible says that Christ grew in stature and favor with man and with God. It freaks me out. Christ grew in favor with God. Friends, don't cheapen your favor. Don't be embarrassed when you get blessed and don't cheapen the favor of God over every one of your lives. You are favored. Just come into alignment with that favor. Come into alignment with the word of God and nothing will be impossible for you and I. Have some water. Oh, okay. My spitting. Front row, you guys are right. It's a lot of, lot of spray. I feel like you're on Durban Beach front. Okay. 
Oh. These notes are no good because I'm all over the place, eh? So I believe the word of the Lord for 2019, friends, and I'll unpack it, but nothing will be impossible with God. Some of you might have had a tough 2018. Some of you might have had a tough 2017. Some of you might have had a tough life. But it's called the past. And you've got to take the disappointments. And you gotta concentrate on the appointments and stop letting the devil diss them. Because you and I were called for a purpose, friends, and I wanna tell you what our purpose is. Our purpose is to do the impossible. Bing bong. If you're sitting here today and you go, well, I, 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 I can do, I, what, I, what I feel I'm called to do, I can do it. Then you don't know God's appointment. You haven't seen his assignment for you yet then. Because every single one of you have an assignment from God and it's impossible for you. Because what God wants to do is to reveal who he is. He wants you to be a witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He wants you to do the impossible. Wow, cool. Because when you come into line with Jesus, friends, for all that Jesus did on the cross, and he came down to be a man to do that, friends. He could have done it from heaven and done a whole bunch of other ways. He had to come down and do it as a man because he had to become the head of the church where we could be his body, that we could be in union with him, friends, so that we could stand in the same authority and power as he stands in. And his mandate, friends, is to fill all in all. And he says, I'll do it through the church. Wow, he could do it many other ways and it's far quicker and easier. Why would he choose a bunch of idiots? I don't know, we'll ask him that one day. But uh, it says to me, he takes the foolish things to confound the wise. Friends, in these last days, you're gonna see foolish things, foolish people confounding the wise because they know him. They're in relationship with him. Nothing is impossible, friends, because they understand in the ascending and the descending, friends, that as Jesus, as Jacob was lying there and he saw the ladder going to heaven and then Jesus said he saw the angels ascending and descending over, when I think he was talking to Nathaniel, the reality is, friends, is he's made an open heaven. And friends, as you ascend and descend, as you have communion, as you have your relationship with God, friends, you will bring the fullness of God and you will display it on the earth because Holy Spirit is coming into line with the natural. You are coming into line with the promises of God and you will reveal Christ. And our responsibility this year is just to reveal Christ and nothing is impossible because he's above every single name. He's above everything. Everything's been put underneath his feet, friends. We have authority and power. All you've got to do is to come into line. All you've got to do is believe. All you've got to do is trust him and you've got to say, God, I know it looks impossible, but yay, that must be you. So let me do that thing. So now I'm not going to let disappointments, I'm not going to let the past Let me end with this, tree of life. 
mentioned three times in the Bible. In the very beginning, Genesis is mentioned in Proverbs and it's mentioned in Revelations. It's mentioned in Genesis because it's about the past, the tree of life. Friends, it's mentioned, mentioned in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. Check me out. Um, it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is the tree of life. Catch this. Right now, hope deferred, it causes sickness, but a desire fulfilled is the tree of life. What's God's mandate for us right now? It's yes, and my agreement in Him, a desire fulfilled. He wants to us to get our desires fulfilled. He wants the answers to prayers. He wants to everything to come back into line again. The tree of life in the very beginning, he had to guard you from the tree of life because he was doing a perpetual cycle. Before they sinned, friends, everything was flowing beautifully and perfectly. They were one with Christ. They were totally dependent on him. As he spoke, they came into line and things were happening beautifully, friends. Now, friends, it's not happening, but he's saying, because of what Jesus did, I can come back into line again. Now, desire fulfilled is the tree of life. It's the tree of life, friends. And then in, in, in the, the future, friends, go read it. I haven't got time to read it. In, in Revelations, you will see another story about the tree of life. Woo. So 2019, friends, take the down and put it up. Woohoo! Take the disappointments, friends, and stop letting them diss it, and then take your appointment. Your divine assignment from God. It's impossible, yes. Woo. Have you seen this? Have you seen my bank account? Have you seen my bills? Have you seen this? And Have you seen I spent all my money on holiday? Have you seen my kids are a fortune? Nevertheless, at your word. Why? Because the power is in your word, not in me. In my bank account. And my this, my that, and the other. I'm not making decisions based on my me, Matt, and the other. I'm making decisions based on the word of God because I'm coming into line with the promises because they are yes in Christ. And all I've got to do is add my amen. So be it. Amen. Let's stand. Karabashanda. I think I've sweated. I'm losing weight doing this. It's really good. Now, I told you it was a lot of brain work this morning, and some things you may have heard, some things you may have, haven't heard. But it's very exciting. Because we have a choice this morning as we look out over 2019. You can let your past ensnare you or tether you or even drag you down. You can let your disappointments turn to bitterness. You can let the fountains of God be stopped. You can allow disruption. Or you can let that fountain erupt. You can let the presence and power of God have his way. This morning you can come into line with Jesus and you can say, I am a highly favored one. Because Holy Spirit wants to come.
and join with the natural. Join with the word of God and reveal and bring forth Jesus Christ. This mighty church 24-7 can be the ones that can rush into 2019 revealing Jesus to this world. Because I promise you, this world needs Jesus. He is the only answer to every single situation. He is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. Friends, if you come into line with eternity, it will change your circumstances, your situations, and Christ will be above. He is the name above every single other name. In this life and even the life to come. And it pleased God to give him the name Jesus. And Jesus means Messiah, Savior, salvation. Salvation has been lifted up above every single other name. If you will just look to Jesus, if you will look to salvation, as they looked in the desert to the serpent on the pole, which was a type of Christ, they were healed. If you will look to Jesus, who's above every single other name, he will bring salvation, healing, victory, deliverance. Father, I pray as we're standing before you here this morning, this isn't just some little nice prayer. Let's pray 15 seconds and let's all go and have some tea and coffee. <laughs> Friends, what I've just preached this morning is why you came. It's why you suffered. It's why you died. It's why you rose again. We're not just the church, we're the body of Christ. I pray today for every single person here. If you're comfortable, raise your hands. Lord, we lift our hands to you right now. I pray for every single person. Whatever has happened in the past, I pray that they would leave it in the past. Pray the words of Paul would echo over our lives, forgetting what lies behind, but pressing forward to the high call of God. Lord, we cannot let what's happened to us in the past dictate what happens to us in the future. We cannot let our past and our circumstances speak louder than the Word of God. We have to let the Word of God dictate and declare to us right now. And 2019, God is saying, you are highly favored. The Holy Spirit has come upon you. Holy Spirit is filling you that you can give birth to Christ, you can give birth to Jesus, you can release the anointing, the authority and the power of Christ into every situation and of His kingdom, friends, there will be no end. 
that his kingdom wants to advance through our lives, Lord, that nothing will be impossible for him, that as we stand over 2019, we can dare to dream and we need to dream big. We need to dream the impossible. We need to dream things, Lord God, that cannot happen without your presence. Friends, I'm all for taking care of the poor. I'm all for helping the poor poor. I'm all for all of that. I think it's part of the gospel and it's part of what we're called to do. But you can do that without the help of God. There are many unsaved people doing that, friends. The thing that makes us different, the thing that's why we are called the church, the thing that makes us believers, friends, is because of the presence and power of God. It's the impossible that's happening in our lives. And we choose today, Father, we choose you, we choose your assignment. We say yes to it. We look out, of, out over 2019 and we say nothing is impossible with God. That friends, we can look out and be traveling to Thailand and we can look there and we can see the evil. We can see the sexual perversion. We can see all the stuff that's happening there. We can see the poverty, Lord. We can see all the corruption and the mess, Lord God. And we can say, but nothing is impossible with God. Because I've been called as the body of Christ, I've been called in union with Christ to go there to release the authority and the power. There's no situation that God isn't in control and have authority and power over. But we have to come into line. We have to come into alignment and union with Him and begin to declare and begin to align ourselves with who He is. So whatever you're dreaming, Ask yourself this question for 2019. Is the dream too small? Because if it doesn't have the impossible in it, it's too small. If you wanna be, you're believing for a spouse, if you're believing for your marriage, if you're believing for your kids, you're believing for a job, you're believing for an increase in your job, you're believing for a new business, you're believing for finances, you're believing for uh, uh, ministry and traveling and going here, going, whatever you're believing for, It must be way bigger than you because that's who we are. We are the body of Christ who fills all in all because we have Christ in us in whom the the fullness of of the deity bodily dwells. Father, I pray today that we be stirred up, Lord God. I just wanna cut free every single person here from the past, from disappointments, from failures, from jealousy, bitterness, envy, strife, unbelief. Just cut them free, Lord God. And I just release now the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit to come upon every single person here, Lord. Holy Spirit, you would hover over our messes as you hovered over the earth when it was formless and void over our lives, even where our thinking right now is formless and void. We don't even have plans. We don't even know what we're gonna do. We don't even know who we are, what our life is about. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you hover over our lives now and you bring form. You bring shape. You bring direction. You bring life. Because you are the tree of life. And God is not the author of disappointments. He's the author of appointments. God wants to desires to be fulfilled because He is the architect of the tree of life.
Lord, I just pray right now by the power of the Holy Spirit that you would do this in every one of our hearts and lives. That from this moment on, Lord, 2019 will never look the same again. Lord, there's such joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Why is there such joy? Why was there such joy in Jesus that the joy set before me could endure a horrific thing like the cross? This is the joy, friends. This is the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is being able to ascend and to be able to take that which is of God and bring it and release it on earth. Let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth. May our prayer life, Lord God, vastly change. May it become so beautiful and wonderful, Lord God, where our relationship with you is so easy. Fellowship with you is a joy because we know when we ask, when we believe, we receive. We know that nothing is impossible with you. And when you stand praying, believe that you have received it and it shall be done for you because you're not standing in your authority, in your power. You're standing in the authority and the power of Jesus Christ, who is the name that's above every single other name, who has put everything underneath his feet. Help us, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Just let that sink in in our hearts. You can, you can add your amen to it, but just let that sink in. It's gonna be a good year, church. You were born for such a time as this. For 2019 was earmarked before time began. To demonstrate. We were all born to demonstrate the impossible. Because we want to be witnesses.